Hello, everyone, and welcome to our year-end final episode of Toonami Therapy. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we are not really going to be discussing individual episodes this time. Instead, we're doing a ranking of the shows that we watched over this. Mm -hmm. Or, more specifically, the ones that we watched enough of that I think we could uh, put them on the list. For example, uh, any series that we uh, didn't watch all of, like either due to giving up midway through or, you know, missing some episodes aren't on the list. And series mm -hmm. that we just watched a few episodes of because we watched most of it in the previous year isn't on the list either. So it's just 18 yep. um, shows and I wish I probably should have put them in some sort of order at the start so like everyone would know what they were. Except I'm looking at the order now and I'm realizing, oh wait, this is my order that I put them in, you know, best to worst. I can't just list them all off or else it will give it all away. <laughs> so, uh, sorry about that, everyone. Um, but maybe I'll insert it uh, in later or something. Well, yes, I will insert something in later. This is future Michael speaking. Uh, here's the, bi the list of the series that we're ranking. Attack on Titan Junior High, Birdie Wing, Blue Lock, Demon Slayer, Dr. Stone, The Eminence in Shadow, Endo and Kobayashi Live, Fooly Cooly, Grunge and Shoegazer can put together here, Food Wars, Full Metal Panic, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, Konosuba, An Explosion on This Wonderful World, My Hero Academia, my teen romantic comedy snafu, One Piece, Ruby, Ice Queendom, Spy Family, and Why Rayliana Ended Up at the Duke's Mansion. We now return you to your scheduled programming. Uh, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to start from the bottom, and then we're going to go to the top, and we'll see um, the series we have. We do not know what the other person has done, so we're going to see what series we're in agreement on, and what series that we diverged completely on. Of these shows mm -hmm. all right so are you ready yeah all right go okay i'm up first mm -hmm. number 18 the worst show of the year is actually two shows that we decided to combine into mm -hmm. one because their stents was so bad that uh we it couldn't be overcome so it's fully coolly grunge and shoegaze as the worst shows of the year. And um, there wasn't much arguing this. I, I was, you know, there's some years it's like, there's there's like a show that I hated, but probably was better. In this case, it was just, these shows were just bad. Mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't understand the point of either of them. Like, I... I guess they just wanted to cast in on the Fooly Cooly name, but the plots were uh, just ridiculous. And, and, like, not just ridiculous, like, there was no sense to either of them, to any of them. There, And it was just... And, um... Yeah, none of the characters were really memorable. I can't remember anyone's name. Uh, not even the Haruko clone that showed up in Sugei's. Uh Yeah, th this show, I I just, please, Adult Swim, whoever, William Street or whoever you are, please stop making Fooly Coolies. We were okay with the first Fooly Coolie. 
we don't need any more. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully for the final time, Fully Cooley is dead last. Out of curiosity, uh, of the two, which one did you think was uh, better? Probably Shoegaze. Okay. All right. So, my turn. And... Yep. Uh, well, you probably guessed that's my choice, too. <laughs> um, and yes, I also agree that of the two, Shoegaze was the better. It At least, its animation was better. Um, and it at least seemed to tr doing something other than just repeating the original Fooly Cooly, but worse. I, I mean, I think it's still worse than the original, but at least it did try and do something a little different. Um, yeah, it's, um, not very good, very unnecessary. Um, I, it, it yeah, easily the lowest one. Well, I will, there are two things I want to say in compliment for, to it. First, these two series were just, were together, just six episodes. It was over and done with quickly. Second, mm -hmm. because this was such a clear, um, because this one was actually pretty bad, it means I can, it means that I can put it on the bottom and not something that I actually liked. Because mm -hmm. if not for this um, one, pretty much everything above it is something I at least have some level of affection for. So uh, having something that I can put in last place and actually say, yeah, this was not good, was beneficial when making my list. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, uh, you kind of said all of it. So, um, yep, that's it for uh, me on number 18. Okay, um, so now we move on to the real stuff. Number 17 is where, you know, usually whenever I put things at the bottom, it's because there's something that made me angry at the show, and there's no difference here this year because number 17 is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean. So why why it got such a negative reaction from me is because it started out so good. It was flying around in just being a really good uh, show. And then all of a sudden, about a third of the way into the season, the show completely changed. And then it changed again, and then it changed again. And every time it changed, it got worse and worse to the point where we get this bizarre finale. That, well, I mean, it is JoJo's bizarre <laughs> adventure, so it should be bizarre. But this was so, it was bad. It was, it was just, it made no sense. It wasn't entertaining. It, it was one of the worst endings to a show I've ever seen. And it made me angry about this show. So that's why I'm putting it down this slow. If if I averaged it out, it probably would have ended up probably quite a bit higher. But I just had such a bad taste in my mouth from the way it ended that. And the way the second half of the season went that I just couldn't put it anywhere but here. Okay, so for me, 
Number 17, this one might uh, be a little surprising that it ended up so low, but it's One Piece. Uh, not and because, and it's weird because I, you know, I don't even, like I said, I don't exactly dislike it. I, it's not, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it because, but you know, as long as it's on, it's not something that I, you know, just say, okay, let's get over it. Um, why is it so low? And it's just simply, there's so much padding. There's so much. <laughs> you watch two episodes and it feels like you watched like, uh, one episode or no, no. At this point, it feels like you watch two episodes and you watch three fourths of an episode. It's gotten that <laughs> extreme. It, it's weird that it's so low when I'd say that, uh, it's actually probably this year as probably was probably better than the year before we didn't like this, this stuff, at least in dress Rosa so far is definitely more interesting than, you know, all that stuff with the fish people. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but everything's just padded out and uh, everything else just ended up being uh, better. It's so, yeah, I, I feel like I'm having to apologize for putting it this low. <laughs> but ultimately, that's just where it ended up. And that's why, like I said, I'm glad, I'm kind of glad we had Fooly Cooly Grunts and Shoegaze because it meant that I didn't have to put one piece at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Unfortunately, this this would be a lot higher if we just didn't have all the padding. Mm-hmm. Okay, number 16 for me is One Piece. Um, not surprisingly, I don't have this high. But, um, yeah, it, it moves along at a snail's pace. And a lot... A lot of times when I watch an episode, I feel like I just watched the one before that. And I just feel like, okay, did anything progress between last episode and this episode? And usually the answer is no. And, um, you know, I guess there was a little bit of enjoyment from the Fishman Island arc. But, or no, not the Fishman Island bark. The what? What's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, the um, one, there, the one, the ones arcs we went through. We had Fishman Island, which I think was last year. We had um, Punk Hazard, and now we're in Dressrosa. Yeah, the Punk Hazard arc had some uh, good moments, even if a lot of it was just running from poison gas, <laughs> and uh, that. <laughs> It was so bad that that it was actually kind of good. So, yeah, um, poison gas, uh, people turning into paintings like Mario and <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, so that's that's one piece. Not very high. Uh, just kind of one of those things. It's just there. Okay. Number 16, uh, another one that I am uh, feel a little bad putting that this low, but this would have to be Endo and Kobayashi live because it had a pretty good start. And and I actually would say the overall story is actually kind of decent. It's pretty decent, but it kind of had this issue. It wasn't padding exactly, I don't think, but it felt like one piece and how drawn out everything was. Uh, 
I mean, I think it had a good start, a good end. If it had just, I don't know, been uh, shorter, it would have been pretty um, higher. Uh, and it's kind of a shame because when I saw like the show in the premise, I I was actually pretty. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, this looks really cool. And then, uh, and I was like thinking, yeah, I should recommend we watch it on the podcast. And um, mm-hmm. uh, then you beat me to it. So, uh, <laughs> so that means I don't have to feel uh, weird about it. Um, but yeah, not, not a bad show. It ha- it definitely had some good um, stuff. It, it just ultimately, like how One Piece has a problem, it's just too padded. This has the issue of just being too drawn out. And unfortunately, that hurt it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm up. Yes. Number fifteen. Number fifteen. My Hero Academia, and um, I I think this show suffers a bit from the fact that I haven't watched it in so long. Uh, maybe maybe that helps it though. Maybe I didn't like this as much as I have it up here, and maybe it's actually worse than this. But. Um, yeah, I I thought some of the new storyline was pretty entertaining, but I've never really been able to get into this show. I don't know what it's missing, but it's missing something. And um, it's just hard for me to get really care about any of the characters because uh, so many of them are so annoying that um, it's hard for me to like them, which is uh, another problem with a so a few slots up from this. But um, um, yeah, I I won't say it was bad. It just wasn't all that memorable for me. Hmm. Okay. So, all right. Um. Now we're on to fifth. I'm on to fifteen. Uh, um, right. Yes. 15. Okay. Okay. For 15 for me, that one would be, uh, food wars. Um, I kind of, this, I just didn't really find this season that interesting. There it's some of the beginning, some of the stuff towards the beginning was decent. I like the parts where they're going through the, like the challenges or whatever are decent enough, but then once it gets to like the one-on-one stuff, it, it just kind of falls apart and gets boring. I, I don't find the antagonist of the arc very interesting. Uh, it doesn't really feel like there is much purpose to this because everything seemed to wrap up so pretty well at the end of the last season. The only thing that I really was thinking, oh, we really need more resolution on this is the fact the series kept like building up Megami like she was going to do some great stuff and then she just always and then she just didn't but then this season didn't solve that either and in fact i would say i actually might have made it worse Uh, and (laughs) i I feel like sure she lost um uh, the last thing she did in the previous season was lose but at least it felt like she didn't completely job to the um opponent like she did here so um yeah it's it's just a problem that's basically the big problems. It, it feels like an unnecessary continuation, not as unnecessary as the Fooly Cooly sequels, but it did feel just unnecessary and kind of boring. I did like this a little more. 
I remember than when I read it in the manga. I think they did switch a few things up that improved it a little. But unfortunately, Food Wars ends up down here, which is kind of a, a shame for that to be the way it finished. Okay, number 14 is Demon Slayer. Um, so, not much really to say here. Um, Demon Slayer had this new arc, and um, I can't figure out what made it so popular. Um, I, I have a hard time with that because I just feel like uh, now, there's there's not really much to say about it. It's just kind of there. And um, the characters, I've never really been able to care about the characters that much, say for Nezuko. And even Nezuko, I don't care for that much because she isn't given the opportunity to speak. So, um, yeah. It's just it's just a hard show to get into. Um, it is just not very uh, interesting. So yeah, I mean it's not terrible, but it's kind of the same thing, same problem with my hero academia is that I don't like many of the characters and I just don't find it all that interesting. Okay, so number 14 for me. Well, this was, um, so you know how they, there's like the, 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 the thing, I don't know who came up with it, but someone suggested the idea of like, you know, the three episode rule for an anime. Watch three episodes to check it out. This is a show that disproves it because it had three really great episodes and then the rest of it was kind of meandering and not very good, which is Ruby Ice Queendom. Um, and the first three episodes, uh, perhaps coincidentally, well, probably not, were apparently the ones that were based on the original series, which mm -hmm. made me, uh, want to like, you know, check out the series. But then everyone, everyone I've ever seen say it goes downhill really strong after like the third season, because that's when the creator died. Um, but, uh, we did have three really strong, uh, first episodes and the rest of it while overly long this is like the third show i've mentioned where my biggest problem is it just taking too long to do things after mm -hmm. that it, it just went on too long that's the problem i had with it i i if it had been shorter it would have been good but you know it still had some interesting things i i think i get the feeling that this is the kind of series that i probably might have liked more if i had known these characters better than just three episodes if i had seen more of them in the original series but so maybe it's kind of unfair of me to say all that but the it was just kind of um it, it just kind of went on too long i thought and that hurt it and um yeah, but uh, I it may but the fact that I liked the first few episodes so much made me just think, man, why did maybe they should have just done a full anime adaptation of the original series? At least mm -hmm. the, at least the good seasons of the original series. Uh again from what I've heard. So sad. Uh although I I will say that it always was interesting about how like the evil Weiss basically had Aaron as voice from Food Wars. <laughs> remember that yeah okay 
All right. And that's number 14 for me. Okay. Um, all right. So my 14th rank so is, oh, that was 14, yeah. 13, right? Yeah, yeah, 13. 13. And I'm going with Dr. Stone here. Um, Dr. Stone, obviously, it's it's hard to say, you know. I, it's got so many good things about it, but um, my biggest problem, and let me get this over here. Okay. Um, my biggest problem with Dr. Stone is that I find the good guys very difficult to cheer for and thus it's very much like some cartoons when i was young where i was always rooting for the bad guys to win this is kind of the same thing senku is always 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 right about everything he really comes off as a mary sue character um i i just get sick of him always being correct about everything and it just it really bothers me and then you've got the guy who snaps his fingers and that's pretty much all he does uh the one good character is i think his name is gen the mentalist guy and um he's probably the best character because uh, he's often wrong he he makes mistakes he you know, he's he's like a normal human being, which uh, which is refreshing, which you shouldn't have to say that about a so that, uh, you know, the main character is so. Uh, just out out of this world with how well he's able to make everything work in his own favor, he never has any nothing ever bothers him and it's uh and, and the the show though why it's up this high is that the show itself isn't all that bad um it's it's got a good premise it's got a good storyline uh it does have lots of humor it has um some you know some pretty good storylines but I just hate Senku and most of the good guys so much that uh, I have to put it down here. Um, it, it could be it could be better, but until they make Senku into a normal human being, uh, it's going to stay down there. <laughs> okay, so that's where we've... Um, <clears throat> All right, so that's where we leave off with that. Um, so number 13 for me it would be, and um, would be, yeah, number number 13 is where, yeah, you said 13. That would be, 13. yeah, that would be Full Metal Panic. And this is a series where, and this actually describes a bunch of the series that are going upward, is that it's got some parts I do really like and then some parts I don't really like. When it's usually when it's being more lighthearted and fun, it's pretty good. But then a lot of times when it goes for the more serious uh, multi uh, like episode arcs, it usually kind of falls a bit 
flat. You know, like there there's that especially week one where um Sosuke goes uh uh, that's his name, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I knew that was. I just was thinking, is that it? I, I because I okay. Um, it's one of those ones where I know it, but I just second guess myself. That part was pretty weak. I think the um, but some of the, those parts were better. But ultimately, I just kind of find it a bit uneven. There's plenty of good stuff in it. I do like the characters. It just when it switches into completely serious, it tends to not work as well. Which is part of the reason that I'm actually really interested in watching the next season because it sounds like it takes the stuff that I like about the show and gets rid and kind of gets rid of most of the stuff that I thought was weaker about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, where that ends up. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, okay. Um, let's see, number 12, that's where I'm at, okay. Um, yeah, 12 is where I rank Ruby Ice Queendom. And, um, the, the problem with this show is, uh, mainly the main character, uh, Ruby, see uh she's very annoying and um you know it had some potential to it especially with weiss and and then i don't see what blake and yang even uh provide to the show it's kind of just ruby and weiss and those two kind of you know it's i i I really, I mean, at least Blake had some things. Yang just kind of uh, didn't have any purpose at all to this. Uh, so um, it 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 could be a lot better, um, but yeah, ultimately, I would have to say that Ruby Ice Queen and falls short in a lot of ways and. As a result, it's down here. Okay. <clears throat> Number 12 for me. Yet another of the shows where at the end of it, I was enjoying it, but I still have to knock off po- points for it kind of having a weaker start. Uh, mm-hmm. That would have been my teen romantic comedy snafu. Had it, A bunch of the earlier episodes were not that great, but it did turn it around midway through and got more interesting. The last episode was really great, but uh, so... Uh, once again, we're moving, going to be moving into the second season uh, next week, and I'm thinking, okay, if you can pick, uh, keep up the much better later episodes, then this could easily end up way higher next year. But ultimately, the it took a, the series a while to really find its um, footing with a lot of kind of more boring episodes earlier on. So unfortunately, when I average it out, it uh, ends up uh, here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so far it's shaking up like we have our biggest disagreements we've ever had. Oh wow! Uh, so uh, number eleven is Endo and Kobayashi Live. So uh, a good premise, and you know I'm I'm thinking okay this. 
Liese Latte girl, she's going to be the next Erna. Well, not quite. And again, this is one of those shows that probably got hurt because it didn't have a dub. And um, I'm very partial to dubs. I have a hard time uh, staying attention to something which makes me read. So, um, yeah, Eno Kobayashi, I, I, I just feel like they didn't do enough with the, with the concept, the concept of the character hearing all the stuff that was going on. And I thought there would be more to that, but ultimately it got into this whole, uh, romantic, uh, storyline but not not that it's bad the romance just that it, it wasn't using what the story had in it. It, it it could have been something where the uh characters were influencing things more but this it just seemed to just let them go along with their lives. And, and every once in a while saying, oh, she's so Sundere, she's so Sundere. And that was pretty much it. Uh, this is actually the last of the shows on my list this year that I feel negative about. The top 10 I feel pretty positive about. So, uh, yeah, Endo Kobayashi Live number 11. <laughs> I honestly kind of feel like I felt positive about my top 17. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just a matter of how positive. Um, <clears throat> all right. So that uh, number 11 for me, uh, that one is uh, Demon Slayer. Um, I think I'm one of the reasons I liked it more than you was the fact that I had seen the full first season. So I had a bit more investment in the characters at the same time. It does um, so like the act, there's, there's some good stuff in it. The action's good. The, um, there's a bunch of the, some of the comedies, um, good, but you know, it does have some of the same weaknesses I've, uh, kind of described on the whole. It kind of felt a little unnecessary and it's got a really weird ending. Um, but the, but it, there was enough good stuff in it, uh, for it to end up here. Um, I, I do, I wonder if, uh, I, I do think once again, it just works better as a movie. Um, I, I might've knocked it up one or two, um, slots if I had reviewed it on that, but I tried to like think of how I saw it as, uh, a, uh, TV show. Um, so yeah, there's some good stuff and there's some not good stuff, which is kind of the recurring theme for a bunch of these, uh, ones. Mm -hmm. But uh, sometimes uh, just having some pretty good action is enough to uh, knock you to get you a bit higher. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, my tenth show here is Attack on Titan Junior High. Um, so uh, very funny show. But, you know, it's not like it couldn't make it on its own. It's it just kind of like a fun, you know, sideshow that makes Attack on Titan seem funny instead of seeming 
overly serious like it was. Um, yeah, it's just very lighthearted and has some good jokes. Um, I, you know, it, it can't be much higher on here because ultimately there there isn't really much plot there, but it's not supposed to be. So um, that that's the you know it, it it does what it's supposed to do pretty well, and as a result, I have it in my top ten. All right. So for me, number 10 is My Hero Academia. Um, this was a little hard to rank because this season really felt like a big blur. Um, and, but I at least remembered some stuff. There, there were some bits of this that I actually did um, like. I, I thought the stuff, some of like the things like um, with... Uh, I, I thought the way Dobby's backstory was done was interesting enough. Um, some of like the fighting stuff was good. Honestly, now that I think about it, maybe I should have, I probably should have dropped this down maybe a little, but this is where it ended up. Um, it's, uh, it, it, it was, it, it was, uh, it had some fun um, parts, um, uh, but ultimately didn't really, I guess, rise enough to be higher than this. It's, um, it, it, it was kind of a blur of, well, you know, that was decent. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I don't know if there's that much more to say, uh, about it. This, maybe we should, maybe we should do these, you know, mid, do two of these, one midway through the year so I can make sure I remember everything better. Yeah, it's not a bad idea, actually. Um, I have to think about that. Um, yeah. So, number nine. Uh, I, I'm i upset that I had to put this this low, but it is Birdie Wing. Um, Birdie Wing was one of my favorite shows. I loved so much about it. And then that ending was just so depressing. Uh, you know, it was like the... Well, it wasn't really the final episode that was depressing. It was like the final three or four episodes that were very depressing. Plus this whole uh, contrived illness that um, the main character had that Owie... Uh, she got this illness out of nowhere. It just seemed like they needed something to speed up the plot. So then they just put that in there. I I I love the characters in this show. I love so much about the show. Uh, we didn't have all that much of the underground mafia golf stuff that we had <laughs> in the first season, but um, it's. I, I I really like Birdie Wing, have very good memories of it. I just wish it would have ended better. Okay. So, um, so yeah, now it's my turn. On to number nine. So that one would be uh, Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world, the spinoff about uh, Megamine, um, which, uh, well, it had some of it had a lot of the kind of humor you'd see in Konosuba, uh, in the good way and the not so good way. 
Um, uh, it, it, uh, but there were some funny jokes in here, but there were, of course, you know, it's Konosuba, so you gotta have all the annoying fan service stuff in it, but, uh, I do think it was not quite as good as regular Konosuba, although I don't think it had any episodes that, um, I disliked as much as that weird, uh, dream one from the first season, but, but on the whole, it's still, it, um, I guess the basic problem is that Megumin isn't really enough to completely sustain uh, the show for as long as it went on. But there were fun jokes. We did get uh, some information about uh, a bit more about her backstory and uh, such. And hey, season three is coming next year in uh, April. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is something I never expected would happen, but I actually have Konosuba ahead of you, even with Megumin as the main character. Number eight is where I have Konosuba for this part. Um, yeah, and by the end of this show, I found myself liking Megumin, and I, I was really surprised because I always thought she was the inferior character, and maybe she is, but uh, by, by the end of this episode, it, it was just... Uh, I... I I found her to be actually pretty likable, and maybe she can't uh, sustain a show on her own. Maybe you need all four of them to do that. Um, but there there was just a lot of really good stuff about the show, and um, I I feel like it improved my opinion of Konosuba more. Um, and maybe that's because it wasn't uh, forcing down this uh, relationship between Megumin and Kazuma um, that I don't think really should exist. But that's, that's for season three <laughs> to... Uh, suffer with uh, if if season three tries pushing that down my throat I'm going to be upset mm-hmm. but um, for now yep number eight very good season Konosuba uh, Maggie Mean uh, is a lot better than I thought she was so for me number eight Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean so you complained about the ending and yeah I agree the ending wasn't very great but I, it did not hurt the show as much for me as it did for you. Honestly, I kind of thought that the ending, like the sort of weird reboot, I was okay with that. The big problem I had with the ending is that it suddenly decides to uh, focus basically completely on the least interesting member of the cast and have him be the one who beats the, the bad guy in the end. Yeah, uh, But despite those issues with the ending... I still did manage to get some good enjoyment out of the things that came from uh, that came before it. It did have a lot of the things I like about JoJo. I still don't think it, it you know, it, it's that man. I I ranked the seasons a while ago, and I can't remember exactly where I put um Stone Ocean offhand. Um, I think it was kind of one of the lower ones. Still, despite those issues, I. I think this was this did manage to be decent enough on the whole that it ended up um, 
here. Although now that I'm talking to myself, I'm starting to think, maybe I should have dropped it down a slot or two. <laughs> but, nope, this is where it'll be ending up. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean. Uh, despite the problems of the ending, I still enjoyed it enough. Um, I just hope that the next... I have heard very good things about the next part of JoJo. Hopefully, it will manage to take the good stuff of this series and kind of discard the not-so-good things. Like, the fact I don't think the supporting cast was as good as in some previous um, seasons. I already complained about them having... Um, what was his name? I can't remember his name, but the kid. The, the one who... The least interesting member of the cast being the one to beat the bad guy. Um... All that stuff. So, yeah, that's where it ends up here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, we come to number seven, and this is one where um, I had to go back on my anime list and change the rating I had for it because I had this as a nine. I had to change it back to an eight which was Full Metal Panic. Um, I I really felt like whenever I first watched it, it was really good, and I watched it again, and the age of it kind of showed. And, um, yeah, it, 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 it had some problems to it, which were that a lot of the stuff that didn't have to do with either it, it, with one of the three main characters just was kind of boring so it wasn't as good as I remember it being however I still think it is pretty good and um, I, I still really like the series I it just uh, it, it, it wasn't nearly as fun as I remember it being but uh, yeah, I'm glad I got to rewatch it. So um, yeah, I, I like it, and um, I hope to see more. Okay. So after that, for number seven, Doctor Stone. Uh, this was a series that I um, this once again. Well, I really like, it's a kind of a split in how uh, much I liked it. I, once they left on the boat, I thought everything was pretty good. I, I liked the episode starting there and going to the end. But the opening stuff for a while was kind of slow paced, so I wasn't huge on it. But I did like it. I, I, I think I like the characters a lot more than you. Um, do, although I will admit, yeah, Senku does kind of have a problem with being right too often. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm glad in this season we are getting some information about the petrification. Well, I like a huge amount. All we've really learned so far is, okay, this thing causes it, and this is how you activate it. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. It was... Um, yeah, the usual sort of fun stuff of Dr. Stone, it, it gets knocked down a little because of that weak beginning, unfortunately, but otherwise was pretty enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, 
number six on this list. Uh, this is kind of difficult because it was so long ago since I last saw this, but it's Blue Lock. And uh, Blue Lock was one of my favorite shows of the early year. In fact, I was thinking, wow, is this so going to end up number one in my points race? Well, it's, uh, we didn't have enough episodes of it for it to rank that high. I uh, ended up fifth place. Uh, uh, Blue Lock had a very interesting premise. Yes, there, there's a lot of things about it that don't make any sense, like why it is all that important for these players to win. Like, it just feels like they're, they're <laughs> uh, just, it feels a little over the top at times, but um, I, there's a lot of good characters. There's some really funny things, um, and and it's pretty high quality. So, yeah, sixth place, Blue Lock. Sixth place for me. Well, um... Yeah, it uh, is. Uh, well, it's an it's a sports anime, but for me, it's Birdie Wing. Um, I kind of feel like it's similar to. I I uh, well I first I enjoyed it. Yeah, we didn't have some quite as much of the ridiculous um stuff that made the series work, but I still remember enjoying um it for the most part. It's which is actually. It's a little weird that I say um, that. I'm pretty sure this is probably higher than I ranked it uh, for the original season, but there might have been more uh, good sh stuff back then. Uh, yeah, I did not actually really mind the ending that much. I thought I there were some parts of it I thought were kind of dumb, but I didn't really think, but it didn't really bother me that much because it's like, okay, yeah, the care um, Eve had, they like, both Owie and Eve, like, you know, they have to basically take some years off of golf, but then they just go back in to playing it because Eve's suspension for apparently playing golf for the mafia is somehow against the rules. That seemed mm -hmm. a little weird, uh, but now he gets cured because plot. Um, so I didn't really find, so, so I didn't mind that so much. But other, but I did enjoy the characters. I liked uh, the story was decent enough. It was actually, uh, yeah, it, it was. Um, man, you're so much more eloquent at describing your thoughts on these series than I am. Oh, all I can say is, well, you know, this was fun, and I kind of liked it. <laughs> so that's it. Where um, Birdie Wings. Uh, and it's just that this is a series that previously I mentioned about Ruby Ice Queendom, you know, having three good episodes and then being not so good, being an issue with four episode rule, I sorry, three episode rule. Birdie Wing is the inverse in that I didn't like the first three episodes. And then once we got to the fourth, all the insanity started and I uh, <laughs> liked it. So I'm glad you started watching it so that I uh, decided, OK, I'll give it a shot. And um, yeah, so, yeah, this was a pretty enjoyable uh, series. Um, I also, um, I also appreciate the fact they, uh, I'm sure a bunch of people were disappointed, but I was actually appreciative of the fact they did not force even Owie, uh, together romantically. <laughs> uh, that's what everyone I saw online wanted. All the 
fans of Birdie Wing were so desperate for that, and they never got it. So, uh, yeah, that's disappointing for them. Uh, Not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for me, it didn't matter to me either way. But, uh, okay, so fifth place, everything got really difficult to choose once we got up to number five. So, um, fifth place um, maybe seems a little low, but uh, why Rayliana ended up at the Duke's Mansion. Um, So, yeah, um, the the plot line of it, the, the, the premise, it's like, okay, all it is is someone trying to go back and change the past so something doesn't happen. But this was very good um, the whole way through. And um, it, it introduced all kinds of interesting characters. Um, it, it made Ray Liana a very interesting character because since we got to know her thoughts all the time and since she was so sarcastic uh it, it just was a joy to follow along with this uh, i i guess getting to see things from her perspective uh really helps us so a lot because she has such a sense of humor and um seeing that she uh hates everything about that duke is pretty funny uh, uh now you may wonder like why does this work and like tier moon empire didn't do it for me well i i, I just think there were enough good characters in this show that made this thing a lot more entertaining of course it really helped that this is dubbed. That's a big uh, bonus for this. Um, not sure I'd enjoy this without a dub. Um, but yeah, Ray Liana as a character is a very good character. Uh, very excited to see where this goes from here because it can't be over yet, can it? Well, there's um, there's more to the source material. However, they have not announced yet any uh, further adaptations of uh, any more seasons of the anime. At least I don't think so. Let me double check to see if we've gotten any um, as I said, I don't see any announcements of any uh, further episodes. But, you know, sometimes there's lengthy gaps between seasons. Um, I mean, heck, we only, it, it finished airing you know, this year, so you know, we wouldn't necessarily expect something right away. So, uh, so there's definitely more story to be told. They can adapt more. I don't know how far they went in off the source material, but um, we don't know if it will um, get it or not. I, I don't know like how well it did, you, you know, like financially or anything, but you never know. Sometimes series that didn't seem to get much attention at all get more seasons, so who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. So number... Five. Well, the same thing you picked. Why uh-huh. Rayliana ended up at the Duke's mansion. Yes, this was a fun um 
series. Um, it does have the problem, of course, of it just ending without things really being resolved, which is unfortunately the... I mean, if you're if it's an anime based on any real source material, you end up with that sort of problem. But I, I can't really hold that against the anime exactly, and I especially don't want to, you know, drop it because of things being unresolved, because you know there's a reasonable chance it'll get more. But yes, it was a fun series. There this would have been higher if not for there being a few kind of weaker episodes towards the middle i remember um but yeah it was um it was fun it wasn't interesting if uh frequent if at this point rather used concept of uh well i mean hey it's a twist that he got uh reincarnating into the world of a book instead of being a video game like uh like three series before it were <laughs> there's there's like three at least three series before this where a character gets reincarnating to some sort of otome game they play there's my next life as villainess there's trapped in a dating sim there was I'm the villainess so I'm taming the last boss and um wait was um was the most heretical last boss queen before or after this I can't remember so so it actually is just it being a book is a new thing um, mm -hmm. at least, and it was done well. So mm -hmm. yeah, this, this is one that I've been thinking about, oh, maybe I should check out the source material so I can see more of what, uh, happens, uh, with it. So, uh, yeah, I, I, now that I, now this is reminding me of, maybe I should get on that. But then again, at the same time, I wonder, well, what if there's another season? So we'll, we'll see where we go with that. But yes, this was a good series even though it, if it seemed like i spent most of this not actually talking about the series okay uh we are ready for number four and um number four is my teen romantic comedy snafu which uh i don't know how it ended up this high uh because i was ready to drop this thing a few episodes in and I thought, I thought, okay, this, this show was just another bad pick on my behalf. And I shouldn't have listened to the hype. And then as I continued to watch and continue to watch it, every week it seemed to get better. Uh, maybe you just have to learn who these characters are and understand that's who they are and that's how they're going to act and um i it has so many characters to it that um that really helps its case i i'm i'm a big believer in having more characters than less because the more you have the more you can make up for uh one character who is kind of lousy uh, there's no lousy characters in this show, though. They, uh, th this show was, um, you know, it, while it, it sometimes didn't make much sense or the characters were saying things that didn't make much sense, at the end, it would always seem to uh, even out and... Um, 
Yeah, the, the, this show just uh, surprised me uh, on a lot of ways. And um, it went from being something I thought I'd drop halfway through to something now that I can't wait to see the next ep- next season of. And obviously there's at least two more seasons of it beyond the first. Uh, in case you're wondering, yes, that is the, we're just watching the, we just watched the first season. We did not watch seasons two or three yet. Um, so yeah, my team romantic comedy snafu, the surprise of the year, definitely. All right. <clears throat> Number four for me, this one is um, a series I probably wouldn't have checked out if you hadn't suggested it. And actually, by saying that, I just gave away what it was. But but I'm glad you um, did, because number four is The Eminence in Shadow. Um, Yeah, it was. It's a series. There's some parts of it that I didn't like and I kind of complained about. I still don't really care too much about sh- the characters in Shadow Garden and the fan service jokes, which uh, rubbed me the wrong way a lot of the time. But the rest of the show is good enough that it ma- um is good enough that it lands this high up because Sid, like the way, well. When I say I don't like the sh- girls in Shadow Garden, it's not that I dislike Shadow Garden. It's just that I don't have any, much use of them, like, individually. As a group, they can be... They're funny because they think Sid is completely correct about everything, even though he's completely clueless and has no idea any of this is even... Uh, like, most of this is even real. And that joke, which is also... Um, the, the Basically, the joke of Sid just looking his way into victories while everyone thinks he's a complete genius... That that's a joke in Tear Moon Empire. It works there. It works um, here. Um, there's uh, a bunch of characters that I that I do actually care about. It, it's a little weird because when I look at the series, it's kind of like the I, I look at it and I think, okay, there's all a bunch of issues I have with it, but the rest of it is good enough that it uh that I ended up really liking. And I do want to see what happens next in the movie whenever we end up getting it. Um, it was kind of, and I also, uh, I think the voices they picked, some of them were good. Some of them were just kind of, okay. I think Sid, they, they get Sid has a really good English um, voice. I thought I, I actually looked a little at one of the novels and it's when I was reading it, I could literally hear that English voice, um, in his narration. Um, so yeah, this, uh, once again, you make these really highly articulate points and I just kind of end up stammering. So yes, this was a good, um, series. Uh, it had some highs and some lows, but the highs were pretty high and thus Mm -hmm. this was a pretty, a quite enjoyable, um, series on the whole. I just wish it could have ended might have ended up as number one if it had just dropped some of the things that I <laughs> did not like about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's it's funny that um, I put this as number four and it feels like I spent most of my time talking about not liking uh, it, but I did like it. It's <laughs> you just see where mm-hmm. I put it. Mm-hmm. Number three is Spy Family. Um, yeah. Everything about this show is good. Um, 
great characters, great plot line, great premise. And uh, but what what puts this so over the top is uh, the three lies going on at the same time. You've got Lloyd lying or Twilight or whatever his real name is. You've got your lying and you've got Anya lying and everyone's lying all the time as they showed in our most recent episode. And all that lying leads into a very interesting show because everyone's trying to keep their their hand and not reveal what their hand is. It's very, in fact, it's it's kind of surprising how this is a lot like um, uh, Kaguya-sama in a way. Everyone's always lying, and and it's a good thing. It it, it works. It it makes this so very intriguing because you keep on thinking, okay, they're gonna spill the beans here, but it doesn't happen, and it just keeps on going on and on like that, and it's made it into a second season, and yeah, that there's just so much good about Spy Family. Um, the things in front of it, I couldn't put it number one, but um, even though it wasn't number one, it's a fantastic show. Uh, anything in the top five this year is really good. So, yeah, Spy Family number three. And then number three for me is Spy Family. Uh, same um ones. How I think how many times have we hit, had the same um uh ones at uh this? I think there's been like three where we've had them be the same. Um, so this uh yeah you said it. I'm uh which is um good. It's a good show. The the comedy is good. The characters are pretty enter uh taining. Well, the main ones, the the side ones are a bit more hit or miss. Um, and unfortunately that's why it isn't higher because of the fact that this season started out with a bunch of, with, um, a lot of episodes that focused on the weaker characters and on, and as good as the cruise arc was that week beginning. And if I want to count also, um, the end of the previous season was a little weak also. And that technically we watched that this year. Um, that, that included that, that one where Twilight and Nightfall, uh, you know, do the tennis tournament, which I think might've been the weakest part of the first season. Um, what, what, yet again, I feel like I'm spending more time complaining than praising a series that I put this high, mm -hmm. but yeah, it, you, you said it, the characters are, um, good. The comedy is good. The show is very good. It just once again, had some issues, especially at the start, that unfortunately prevented it from being number two for me. But it was a good, sh it was an entertaining show, and, uh, you know, um, yeah, maybe, yeah, oh, looking forward to a third season whenever it inevitably comes. They also had a movie, but I don't know if it's good or not. I haven't looked anything um, on that. I think, I think, I don't think it's like, you know, based on the manga, it's just an original thing. Um, yeah, unfortunately there's not too much else to really say about it. Cause everyone else has said it. Cause this is, a, you know, people really like the series and you said it more eloquently than I could any, 
way. Uh, so um, I'll I'll end my blathering at this point. <laughs> okay, so this the whole year came down to two shows, and uh, I guess that was the way it had to be. Uh, it had to be between my two waifus, Erin um, Nakari and Alexia Midgar. And um, while I don't think uh, this removes her from her throne, I do have to put Food Wars in second place. So uh, Food Wars is my number two. So, um, yeah, surprisingly, even though the this was supposedly a an inferior season. I found out that the worst of Food Wars is a lot better than the best of almost everything else. And um, there there were there were some problems with it, but I I thought that they did a good job at uh, redeeming Erna's father and her mother and everything with that. Um, it was um, very good that they were able to um, get some of the more minor characters just a little bit of time. Uh, obviously, they weren't as important as Soma, but the thing that makes Food Wars all worthwhile is you get down to that final episode and Soma has finally done it he's finally made something that erina likes and she still says it's disgusting and that is what makes food wars so great i i'm so happy that happened um my only my only uh uh thing i, I was disappointed with with this series was that uh we didn't get to see erina soma make babies at the end but uh, aside from that, I thought this was uh, this this whole show, the whole series is one of my favorite ever, and um, that's why it's number two here. Okay, <clears throat> so on to my top two. When I um, <clears throat> so looking. At the ones below these. All the ones below these were ones where I keep like... Well, the ones immediately below uh, these were ones where I say, Oh, it was really good, except for this thing that uh, made it not be better. And the top two were ones that didn't really have anything that like, you know, I, I had like... I, I would actually say I disliked, but there were... But there was one that definitely had, I guess... Stuff that I didn't like as much as the other. There being, like, some episodes I could point to and say, yeah, that was, you know, maybe not the greatest, which is not really the case for the one that got in first place. So, and it's actually kind of funny, because both of these series I, um, were, were, I, I actually re-watched. With Blue Lock, I watched it again later on, and Attack on Titan Junior High, well, I guess I spoiled what the top two are. I haven't gotten to which one is which yet, but uh, was one I watched a while ago, and I watched it for here. The interesting thing is that as a result of those ones, I think I think my opinion of Blue Lock went down a little, and my opinion of Attack on Titan Junior High went up a little, but Attack on Titan Junior High still lands in second place. 
because once again, there were some episodes of these I thought, yeah, those were kind of a bit weak, but there weren't really weren't any episodes of Blue Lock I would look at and say, yeah, that wasn't that great of an episode. Um, so, uh, Attack on Titan Junior High. Maybe one of the reasons I this got so endeared to me was because I recently rewatched a bunch of Attack on Titan. And having a series just make fun of it to such an extent was very entertaining. I liked all the way the the characters are parodies of their originals. And also, honestly, it is kind of nice to know that there's some there's this weird wacky continuity where everyone act, where you know things actually turned out decently for all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, that was Attack on Titan Junior High in second place uh for me. It I I know a bunch of people don't really like it, but I just thought it was really funny and uh, quite good. It, I, I, I think it worked especially well because I had recently wa- rewatched a bunch of Attack on Titan, and this was like, it, which made me get a bunch more of the jokes in this series. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll uh, of course wait until the end to give a more in-depth thing on my top pick, but it's it's your turn now. Okay, so number one show of the year is The Eminence and Shadow. Um, so, again, this was another one of those shows where I almost gave up on it halfway through it. And uh, then I decided I was going to rewatch some of it. And whenever I rewatched it, I was like, man, what was I missing the first time around? And uh, it turned out that I just mustn't have paid close enough attention to it because um, all the stuff that I thought was mediocre was actually really good. And I ended up falling in love with the show, fell in love with Alexia. I don't know why she had to disappear for season two, but, um, you know, that's that's a problem we can get to. Um, by the next time it, it appears on a screen, um, we will be able to find out, hopefully, why that's the case. But, um, yeah, the Eminence and Shadow has a great main character, very easy to like, very much like Soma. That was just kind of, uh, you know, it, it's funny how, how, uh, how enjoyable a show is just because its main character is likable um that's the reason why dr stone is down there in 13th place and this shows up here and um sid making all these uh decisions that he thinks are bad but or that you know he he isn't really not that he thinks they're bad he just doesn't think he's doing anything with them and meanwhile his whole saddle garden thinks he's a genius it's uh, really entertaining. Um, wow. I don't care for much of Shadow Garden. And while I feel like they're mainly there for fan service, uh, there are a few of them who uh, stand out. Like Delta, she's really funny. Um, Beta is is a very good character. Uh, to a lesser extent, uh, Gamma and Alpha, um, 
which originally the whole reason why I wanted to watch this show is because of Alpha. I was like, wow, that is an attractive girl. Let's watch this show. And Alpha kind of uh, uh, faded into obscurity as the show went along. Um, I know she's many people's favorites, but uh, that that's a different debate. There's no debate about the Eminence and Shadow being the show of the year, though, because whenever we uh, tabulate the point total, the table here, the Eminence and Shadow ended up with 43 points. Uh, for a perspective, the Rayliana was second place with 25. Um, so it was way, way ahead of everything else. Yes, it, it had some built-in advantages that we watched more episodes of it but uh it also suffered a bit because i didn't pay enough attention the first time i watched some of this stuff and as a result uh it missed out on several times it probably would have been ranked higher so um yeah uh, the Eminence and Shadow was no doubt the show of 2023. Um, so hopefully the show gets a proper conclusion to it and uh, doesn't leave half these storylines um, unanswered because there's a whole lot of good stuff that still needs to be resolved. And um, it feels like the show's only scratched the surface. So um, hopefully there's more to it. But until then, uh, The Eminence and Shadow is the number one show of 2023. Okay. So for me, well, last, only remaining one, which I basically said anyway, number one is Blue Lock for me. This was a series when we were done watching it, I, I kind of like made some note to myself. Okay. This was really good. You need to remember this was a really good show. And unless something really good comes along, um, it will be number one at the end of the year. And, uh, well, nothing came along. It is a little weird. I mentioned that I rewatched it and I do think it, my opinion of it went down a little, I think some parts of it work a little better, um, you know, the first time through when you don't necessarily know what's going to happen. I'm doing it again. I, I, I picked something really high and I'm spending a bunch of time talking about what I don't like about it. Okay. Back to that. Um, so let's give from that. But besides all that, yeah, this was a good, it was a very enjoyable, um, series. Uh, the characters were, uh, fairly, um, enjoyable. I, it did do some things because I, I mean, I want to, it, it definitely, it, it's twists on the rules and such it made, I think, the, um, made the games more interesting. It wasn't just a bunch of regular soccer games. It was soccer, except we have to add all these extra things. I especially liked the part where, you know, there are like only teams of like three versus three or two versus two. And, you know, winning team gets to pick someone from the other team to be on their team. Th that would... That was again an interesting twist. I don't know if we'll be going, keep going like that into the next season or not, but uh, or if we'll go to more regular soccer games. I guess we'll see. But at least for now, this was yes, it was a good series. 
I don't really have much in the way. There wasn't really anything that stood out to me as like a real issue. I mean, I guess maybe there's a fact that the um, only female character in the series really just serves the purpose of um, being someone for Ego to say, no, what you just said was stupid. Now let me explain why you're wrong. Um, uh, but aside from that, it, it yeah, it was an entertaining um, series. I am interested in it. I want to, We've got another season coming sometime, so I'm excited for that. It was... Um, yeah, it was just good. There were some good jokes. Yeah, that's another thing. There's some pretty funny jokes in, um, this series. A bunch of the characters' character quirks are entertaining. It does, I guess, I guess if I want to criticize things, I would say it does have the problem what some series have in that the main character is probably less interesting than most of the people around him. <laughs> but, again, um... But again, even Isagi is still um, decent, and the rest of the cast is pretty fun. There, like I, I can overlook how com how little sense much of the premise makes because it's just executed well. It is a fun sports series, even if it, as I once um saw someone say, it's basically a soccer series by a person who seems to hate soccer, <laughs> <laughs> and therefore it does end up. Number one at the top of for me. And that's it for this year. I You got to hear our top um, ones. You got to hear my co-host eloquently explain his opinions while I just kind of babbled my way through them. Uh, or at least that's how it felt to me. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I have, I have been uh, keeping track of where our, scores uh were i you know just how what happens if we average out our scores to see what the order is you might you people the audience might have heard like a bunch of clicking or typing in the background that was me trying to make notes on that so uh one here um them from highest to lowest in average yeah let's go okay so Number one is The Eminence in Shadow. Number two is Spy Family. Number three is Blue Lock. Number four is Why Rayliana Ended Up at the Duke's Mansion. Um, five is Attack on Titan Junior High. Six is Birdie Wing. Seven is My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu. Tied for eight and nine are Konosuba and Food Wars. Then tied for 10 and 11 are Dr. Stone and Full Metal Panic. Tied for 12, 13, and 14 are My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, and JoJo. Um, then 15 is Ruby Ice Queendom. 16 is Endo and Kobayashi Live. 17 is One Piece. And 18, last place. Well, we both put them in last place, so of course. <laughs> it's going to be mm -hmm. fully coolly um, uh, grunge and shoegaze. Mm-hmm. And that ends it for the year. That's our uh, ranking. Hopefully it was entertaining. And yeah, I have nothing else to say about that. Hopefully it was entertaining, or at least wasn't not entertaining. Okay, anything else to say before we awkwardly um, shuffle off for the rest of the year? <laughs> uh, no, it's just my... My waifu remains Aaron Anakri. Sorry, Alexia. Um, yeah, I, 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 
I had someone very generously uh, buy me an Aranakuri figure for Christmas. So um, someone who I don't even know. So <laughs> that was a joy to find um, under my tree this Christmas. So uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to see Food Wars again, but uh, it has to be one of my all-time favorite shows. Um, so, yeah. On the, uh, yeah, we might, I, I don't, I mean, there's always a possibility maybe the author will come back with like some one-shot sequel or something, but it probably won't get animated. Um, they mm -hmm. did bring, they did uh, have an, a sequel manga called Tenmaku Cinema, but it didn't last very long. It got canceled because of what, because mm -hmm. it was very popular. It definitely was worse than Food Wars. I can say that. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's our top list. We'll see how we end up, uh, where they end up, uh, next year, especially because some of the series that we ranked here are continuing on. Will they do better? Will they do worse? I don't know. We'll find out if we're still doing this podcast in a year. <laughs> Hopefully, yes. Hopefully. And with that, I think there's nothing else to say. Um, one and yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's some really great way to conclude um, this because it's the last one of the year. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, we'll try to do better next time. Yeah, there is one last thing to say, actually. Okay. Bye. -y.